I'm Ali Spears, and this is The Dirt, where we dig deep with those helping to feed the world. Episode 28, Morgan Ashley. Today I have with me Morgan Ashley, um, and that is a name that I have been hearing much, much more uh, on the radio when I'm driving around. Um, but Morgan is a country music singer and songwriter, and I'm so excited to sit down and chat with you today. Uh, Morgan, if you would not mind kind of kicking things off by telling us a little bit about you. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I kind of, I've always been like involved with music. Like whenever I was younger, it was like more um, like not so pre- prevalent prevalent is that the word (laughs) back then like I would write songs about my horses and cows like I would just sing on my karaoke machine and like put on concerts for you know my mom and dad um (laughs) uh and I was in the 4-H and FFA um I grew up you know doing all of the the leadership programs and raising cattle and and doing some rail racing um and then whenever I was 16 or 17 uh, my ag teacher talked me into doing the FFA talent show. And so I, I had a guitar, I had gotten a guitar like several years earlier that just kind of collected dust in my room at this point. Um, and then, so I did this talent show. I just sang to background tracks and, um, there were other people in the talent show who played the guitar. And I was like, that is so cool. I really want to learn. And so, uh, (laughs) I took my guitar to guitar center and ended up having a really awesome teacher that just basically like made me believe that music was something that like I could do for myself. And I was like up doing open mics and um, little songwriter stuff within like a few months. Um, So that's how it all kind of kicked off. And now here I am six years later, seven years later. (laughs) Yeah, and that's so cool. And like kind of an interesting way that all of this kind of ties together, specifically, obviously, the agriculture background of things um, and to where you are today as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So I actually have heard you a couple times, uh, a few times in Round Top. And then um, recently at NFR, you were um, one of the performers at the Round Top Inn. um, And you were like one of our favorite Oh, thank you. (laughs) We had to listen to everybody every day. And we were always excited when you were there. Thank you. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I've been going to all the NFR shows for like um, the past several years. And I think it was really cool to like be in Texas doing it. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, kind of what you thought about it being in Texas and obviously being a performer and all of that kind of stuff with it as well. I think it was just like, you know, a new experience um, because it has been in Vegas for so long and it's going back to Vegas. Um, I like the idea of traveling to go to Vegas to do this, but it was really nice to just be like a couple hours from home, being able to play the shows, have more shows, you know, in the same time frame, and also get to see like more people that you know around because right. it's was in Texas so I I enjoyed it (laughs) and how many shows did you do like for the entirety of the 10 days I did five okay so awesome and um I know you had a couple different venues obviously you were at Roundup in and then where else did you play I um only played there I think okay Okay. I'm very cool well I'm glad then that we got to hear you because that was awesome yeah yeah me too So I want to kind of go back. I know you mentioned 4-H and FFA and all that kind of stuff, but 
let's start there and kind of walk me through like what you did, how you were involved and um, mm -hmm. all that. Cause I know you definitely have an agriculture background as well. Yeah. So um, whenever I started like as young as I possibly could, it was like third grade and however old. Right. Um, and I did literally every single program because I came from just like a small town to where like I was able to do that. So I did like the vet program. I actually wanted to be a vet um, for the longest time. Um, <laughs> I did oh gosh it's been so long I don't even remember I did like the leadership um, I feel like it, it was like I don't even know some kind of speaking thing that you like did as a team or whatever right but like my my biggest thing obviously was showing cattle um, I, I showed cattle from the third grade all the way through like graduating high school um, and that was like my big thing I showed breeding heifers and then um, I did barrel racing in the 4-H. I did like the the 4-H uh, horse program, but I was never really that great at it. So <laughs> I feel like I didn't get like a really good horse until I was like on my way out of the whole process. Right. So, what kind of cattle did you show? I showed short horn uh, to start off. And then I ended up trans like transferring to... Um, Kianinas and like maintainers okay we yeah. like we liked the the fluffy like long-haired cattle um and that like that was the thing back then I showed cattle every single weekend um all through you know like middle school high school every single weekend I was at a show somewhere like across Texas and then now I'm playing a show like like singing somewhere across Texas every weekend so it's kind of cool to see how it all transferred but I, I really like a lot to the 4-H and FFA programs for like my like confidence I guess and just like talking to strangers and like being able to get on stage and do that because if you would have asked me when I was 15 years old to go make a speech in front of a crowd of people I would have told you you're crazy I'm never gonna do that <laughs> and then now I do that obviously so um yeah, I owe a lot to, to 4-H and FFA, so. <laughs> it's almost like you were reading my mind, because that was going to be kind of my next question of, um, you, obviously, you were involved in all of these activities and um, how it translated to now what you're doing, um, mm -hmm. and I think that's something that I've talked to a couple of different people about, is the youth programs involved with agriculture and how it does instill confidence in people and the fact that you're able now to go up there and do yeah. what you got to do and have confidence to do it all. Exactly. Oh, I did. I did livestock judging. That was another thing that I did. Girl, <laughs> we, we have a lot in common because I was definitely, I showed cattle. Um, my favorite heifer ever, her name was Fuzzy Butt. Um, she was a key <laughs> heifer. So that's hilarious. And then I did livestock judging as well. Awesome. My favorite cow's name was Farm Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So you're in College Station. Is this College Station? Is that where you grew up, or are you here? What do you, what yeah, are you I, College Station for? I grew up in a small town called Columbus, Texas. Okay. So I lived there for like all of my school, um, and then I moved to College Station in 2014, intending on going to school for an animal science degree, actually. Um, but that was like right around the time that like music started to be like a really big thing in my life. And it was just kind of one of those things like I could get an animal science degree and like proceed with that route. Mm -hmm. But what I really wanted to do was just be able to like focus my time um, on music. And so I, I was I was grateful that I was able to do that. 
Um, and so, yeah, I, I was intending on going to school and then I didn't, but I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. Well, College Station is one of those places that kind of does that to you, right? I mean, once you're here, yeah. you kind of have a hard time leaving. <laughs> I actually really love College Station, like, and, and especially like being a musician, it's a great central location to like all of the like larger markets, like Fort Worth, Dallas, Houston, um, the only thing, obviously, is like Lubbock is for it's not close to anything. Right. But otherwise, otherwise, I think this is a really good location. So yeah, and it seems like it's like kind of the hub for people who are Texas country singers kind of coming through. I mean, everybody, uh, Harry's obviously now Southerns yeah. is in town, the tap, all those kind of places. Um, yeah. but I feel have like you been to Southerns? I haven't yet, but I I saw that you have been playing there. I really want to go. Yeah, I love Southerns. It's it's a it's a great venue. It's a great hangout. Um, so yeah, I think you should totally go check it out. Yeah, I definitely need to. It's on the list for 2021. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but kind of talking about music too. So was that something that you always knew? Like this is my dream career. This is my dream job. Like that's what I want to do. Or I mean, I know you mentioned you wanted to be a vet at one point. Um, yeah. But what was kind of the moment when you're like, this is what I want to do? Yeah. So like growing up, you know, like I said, I, I sang on my karaoke machine, but, you know, I was listening to artists like Miranda Lambert and Carrie Underwood and Brad Paisley or whatever. And at that at that point, like being at the age that I was and, and listening to these people, it just it seemed like that was so far out of reach. Like there was no way I would ever do something like that. And that's not even necessarily my goal now. I just like finally, I guess, accepted that I, how much I really loved music and um, I can make a living out of it. I don't have to be Carrie Underwood to right. make a living out of, you know, doing what I love. Songwriting was never easy for me. I actually really hated it at first, but like I knew that it was something that I needed to do. And it's the most like rewarding thing to finish a song that like you created um so, so I've really gotten into the songwriting now I actually enjoy <laughs> sitting down to write a song <laughs> so and since you just mentioned songwriting like can you walk us through the process of like what you go through like mentally physically all of that to produce a song yeah I mean I feel like the process is probably different for every song but it basically like the way I view it is first, like you start out with what is the hook line of your song, like the catchy phrase that people are going to remember, like the title or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I write the chorus, which is like, you know, the main idea of the song and then do the verses afterwards, which is like, you know, the ideas leading up to the um, conclusion, I guess. So that's like the idea of behind it for me. And I typically just like go at it with my guitar and lyrics at the same time, like trying to find a melody lyrics and all that, like all in one. But I have also written just lyrics first and then added guitar. And I think that that's really cool actually, but um, typically I just do it all together. <laughs> <laughs> and then once you're, once you're ready to like record and all of that, like what does that kind of process look like? Um, finding a producer like who is, no, just to, just as passionate about you having great songs as you are. I feel like that is like one of the biggest like points that I've realized over the last couple of years. Um, so I actually am in the studio right now working on five new songs. Um, and so like I just picked my producer and then went into the studio, kind of like laid out how 
like we wanted the songs to sound like what kind of instruments do we want to have in there like what kind of vibe are we going for and then um basically just start tracking instruments we started out with drums first and then he went in later and did some like acoustic guitar and bass and um later this month i'm going to be going back uh for the steel fiddle player guy who's going to go in and add all of those like fun extra instruments and then after that uh we'll do final vocals and it has to get mixed and mastered and hopefully on its way out for everybody to hear <laughs> awesome do you guys have kind of a i know that's kind of this is a weird question but like an eta of when it'll be ready or not quite i mean i would like to say that I would for sure have a song ready to go by March. Um, but I haven't actually really decided what I'm going to do with these five songs yet. I don't know if I'm going to release them all at once or do singles. So that's something that like I keep going back and forth on and haven't actually made a decision. Um, so I would expect something from me from my new five songs out in in March. All right. Well, if you are listening, make sure to mark your calendars because uh, hopefully we'll have something uh, ready to go by then um yeah. and so too kind of when you um are doing this obviously i know you said you add in the different instruments and different stuff like that but then when you are playing live do you have a band that you always have or is it kind of depending on venue and all that kind of stuff i think it definitely does depend on venue but um for most of my career so far i've just played acoustic shows um i have played band shows um I love playing band shows. I just had uh, one at the end of 2020, actually, at Southern's, a full band show. Um, and that's one of my goals for 2021 is to have as many band shows as possible because it just, it really adds to like the whole performance of the show. Like you're actually hearing the the guitar solos and and you can like move around more when you have a band. And so it's just, it's a, it's a funner experience in my opinion to have a band. So that's my goal for, for 2021. Yeah. And do you like performing live better or the kind of studio recording aspect of it more? Um, I feel like that's like a hard question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love being in the studio. It's such like a it's such a cool experience to see how everything is put together. And I actually like kind of studied the whole producing stuff at, at one point. It was not my thing, <laughs> but, but I learned about it. So that's, that's really cool. Um, but I mean, I guess I would have to say performing live um, because you're getting to meet all these people and like see all these different places, you know, around Texas. Um, and, you know, you're, you're making like true fans along the way. So um live shows are are definitely my favorite yeah I'm sure it's cool too because every place is probably really different and the kind of clientele or audience that you have is different too so that's kind of probably yeah. interesting to see as it varies yeah um, but too like for people who are not from Texas that are listening to this or watching this uh Texas is very unique in the fact that it has like its own I mean, Texas country music, like it's its own thing. Um, and I've come to love it since I've been here. Um, but tell us a little bit about kind of being on the flip side, being an artist in that whole realm of things. Like, what's it like? How is it different from like mainstream? Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even I don't even know how to answer this question. Um, I think that we 
this is the first time I'm saying it out loud, so I could be totally off with this, but I kind of view like Texas music as like a boutique version of mainstream. Like we're more like tight knit and um, I feel like we're probably more personable than mainstream. Um, And just like, you know, mainstream is going more like in the pop route, like talking about country mainstream um going more in the pop route and I think that Texas country it really is kind of like sticking to the the roots of country and um not you know adding those electronic drum beats in there and and all the ad libs and stuff um I listen to a lot of female music in in all genres um and so I feel like I have influence in my music from like everything I wouldn't even necessarily consider myself like a, like a grassroots like Texas artist um but I feel like that's the overall like idea yeah in my opinion yeah well and of course Texas right Texas has to do its own thing so <laughs> yeah, absolutely absolutely <laughs> and what made you kind of choose country obviously I mean you have agricultural roots agriculture background all that kind of stuff but what made you I mean you could go anyway any direction really as as far as genre but what made you kind of pick this as your tone in um I feel like it was just like a given for me like uh you know showing cattle and and just like whenever I was first starting out writing songs, they were country songs. Yeah. Like, and I wasn't trying for it to be one way or another. It's just, that's what it was because I feel like I like tell stories in my songs and like, that's, you know, a known country song is it's the song is a story. It's not like, you know, whatever. Um, so I feel like there was really no question about like, would you do a different genre? It was always your country artist. That's right. what you want. <laughs> being a young woman in the country music scene like what is that like um <laughs> well I definitely think you know we have to have tough skin um but that really goes for anybody um I I try not to go too much into detail about the whole like female against male thing because I I truly believe in Jamie Lynn Wilson actually said this she said this at a seminar and like ever since she said it I was like yes you (laughs) are correct like that's what I'm gonna live by um she said that it doesn't matter if you're female or not like if you are producing music that people love and people want to listen to and people want to go to your show um like it, it really doesn't matter. Like you shouldn't be like, oh, we have we have it harder. But because I mean, yeah, we do. But <laughs> that's just a thing. If you are a great artist, you will have the career that you're supposed to have. So that's kind of the way that I look at it now. But I, I mean, I won't say that I don't get mad sometimes. But um, I just like okay, remember what Jamie Lynn Wilson said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's great advice. I think not, I mean, obviously in your line of work, but kind of across the board too, like yeah. just because you're a woman doesn't mean you can't do it, you know? Put your big girl boots on and get to it, right? Exactly, um, just do everything to the best of your ability. Like you may have to work harder than some of these guys, but that's like you said, a given for anything, so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, not to tie it back into the female thing, but you mm. were recently nominated for uh, the 2021, okay, I'm hoping I'm going to get this right, Texas Regional Radio Awards. Did I get it all? 
Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For the female vocalist of the year and music video of the year, um, Mm -hmm. how the results are not out already for that yet, are they? Right, no. Okay. Um, So I I was nominated for new female vocalist. And I that I only made it to the semi final round for music video, but um, the final round voting is is going on right now through January twenty fifth, and um, yeah, you guys should totally go vote for me, new female vocalist of the year. Um, it's my it's my third year being nominated for new female, and. Um, I'm just like, fingers crossed that third year is like my year to get it. (laughs) So we'll see. (laughs) Well, if uh, the radio lately has been any indication of that, um, I'm sure you have it in the bag because I feel like every time I get in my truck, you're the person that's on the radio. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, like um, Morgan said, I'll definitely link the voting link in the description for this um so make sure you guys go vote um and then what are the results for all of that um it'll be in march um they have already scheduled the actual award show because it, it was different for 2020 because we were supposed to have our award show in march and then ended up having a virtual award show in like october yeah um so it'll be announced uh, at the award show in March, which um, everybody is invited. You can, anybody can buy a ticket to go to the award show. It is such a cool experience to just be there with all of these different musicians. Like at the award show in uh, 2019, I was standing right next to Randy Travis and like Randy Rogers and Wade Bowen. Like it was just insane. That's so, cool. so Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have to keep posted on that and the results. Good luck and congratulations, obviously, for your nomination. Um, hopefully, you. hopefully you get it. Um, so kind of wrapping things up here, Morgan, but where can people can connect with you and um, get a hold of your music? Okay, so my website is morganashleyofficial.com. That has links to all of my music and social media. Or if you just go straight to social media, it's morganashleyofficial.com. Um, or Morgan Ashley on Spotify and Instagram tried to keep everything like pretty similar so it would be like easy to search so (laughs) Morgan Ashley official perfect I'll make sure I link all that as well Um, thank you so much for taking time out of your day today time out of the studio um, to come and chat with me and um, I hope you get we hope to hear the new music soon and hope everything works out yeah thank you for having me Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Dirt. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Ag Chicks and that the visual version of every episode can be found on YouTube on our Ag Chicks channel. We'll see you all next time.